0: Why is Sri Lankan history so diluted and convoluted in the sense that when you compare it with countries like India, like our closest, like neighboring country, but their, their history is so rich. Why do you think sh- that that's not the case in Sri Lanka? Uh, I
1: mean, I wouldn't,
0: uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't go on to say that, I mean, we
1: don't have a rich history, of course, we, we do, do have we a rich do, history, yeah. but then, it has, I mean, part of it has to do with uh, what the education system taught us. Yes, I mean, you know, if we had a history lesson, I mean, that depends on who creates the syllabus, syllabus of, yeah. of history. Yeah, so that can be one uh, problem where we, you know, we have this very narrow version of mm. this is what happened in our kingdoms and all that. Yeah, but like I told you in books, like... there's
0: a lack of perspective, don't you think?
1: Yeah, the, the bigger. Worldview is not there in our edu- yeah. our, our education yeah. per se. Whereas now, if I uh, to, uh, refer to the book that I was mentioning, Guns, Germs and Steel, yeah. Sri Lanka is there in that book. They really? talk about Sri Lanka. And, you know, it's it's basically uh, the author uh, describes how uh, sapiens yeah. evolved to other, other parts of the world. So yeah. starting, you know, they began in Africa and then they moved into other parts. And, yeah. you know, they... Uh, went to New Guinea and then they moved to Australia and yeah. how you know uh, what happened with Chinese and how India was populated and yeah. ultimately how uh, people came to Sri Lanka all that is there in those types of books yeah. but for us we got the narrow version you know this is what happens we had all these kingdoms but they, they don't talk about how they you know came to Sri Lanka in the first place yeah. so the problem is uh, that I mean we don't learn what happened we don't get that world in our Syllabus. At least we didn't get. Yeah. I don't know what's happening in the education system now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is one of the problems. Like that's why I say. I mean, if you can at least. I mean, books like *Sapiens* and even *Guns, Germs, and Steel*. Those books are translated in multiple languages in other countries. Yeah. You know, forty language, forty other languages, but like we don't have translations of that books. Yeah. Those type of books. So that's, that can be another problem. I mean, we don't have access unless you can. Uh, Read in English, and if, unless you are excited to read English books, yeah. you will never know those things. Yeah. But I mean, me running my business for about four years, I know that there are uh, you know people who who are desperate for these types of books, mm. who buy these types of books. So I know that people are hungry for s- such knowledge. But yeah. uh, from your, from our childhood, we are not getting that exposure. Probably because there is something wrong with the system. Yeah. So that's. Yes.
0: So there's a lot of topics there that we could touch upon uh Nishan you're the founder of a company that would you say makes books more accessible or like
1: yes so uh that was the reason for me to start my business Jump Books not LK. i mean uh in i mean i got into nonfiction earlier i mean from uh, i mean i i didn't i wasn't a reader much yeah uh, like I'm, me yeah I'm, I'm not a reader <laughs> Uh, so until grade 6 i so my hometown is in Hatton yeah. uh, and i moved to uh, a school in candy saint anthony's Sutta. And that's where I got exposed to uh, fiction, especially uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yeah. The Singular Dance amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, one thing is we didn't have any other entertainment back in the hostel because we weren't allowed uh, to watch TV. Okay. We didn't have anything else. Okay. And back in the days, I mean, we didn't have smartphones. So anyway. yeah, I don't yeah. know. How old are you? I am
0: 24. <laughs> right. So, <laughs>
1: way older than that. So, back in the days, we didn't yeah. have any entertainment. So, the only entertainment was fiction like Sherlock Holmes. So, yeah. that's how I started. But... Uh, I mean, uh, until I came to Colombo, I wasn't a fan of uh, reading non-fiction books. Mm. Uh, and then I uh, uh, worked as a part-time customer service officer at British Council Library. Yeah. That's where I got exposed to uh, uh, books. Yeah, a lot uh, <laughs> of books. Yeah. Especially books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what I realized is that most of the books that were uh, bestsellers that were highly recommended by others yeah. were not al- available in Sri Lanka. At Yes, some of them are available, but then it weren't they weren't very accessible even yeah. to, for now. Yeah, a person cannot. Uh, I mean, let's say a person from Trinco or from Jaffna, it's not easy buying a book yeah. in Sri Lanka. So that's I mean, uh, I mean to be really honest, the reason I started my book business is because I launched a blog first. Yeah, and then I didn't have any money, <laughs> a way to make money. So I decided, you know, why not start a book store? Yeah. So that's that's my origin story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, so it became my full-time business now. I, 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 I mean, what we do is we purely sell non-fiction books. Yeah. Uh, the reason that I don't uh, go to other areas like fiction is because this is the category that I'm passionate about, yeah. and this is what I want to do. I want to, you know, get more Sri Lankans exposed to these types of books. Books. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how
0: I started everything. So, how how old is Jump Books? Like when did uh, it actually start? Like when was it that actually point?
1: started in two thousand fifteen. Uh, so it all started because uh, uh, I mean I used to work at TNL Radio a yeah. long time ago while I was. Uh, uh, Were you a jockey? No. 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 <laughs> Bro, if you met me, uh, uh, I mean you. I mean I could I, I could barely speak in English back in the days. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I moved into nonfiction because I was a terrible salesperson. I mean I started a, I started as a salesperson, so my job was to uh, uh, basically uh, uh, you know find advertisers to advertise with TNL Radio uh first month was great because i joined uh uh in november i think and december is the season and you know know, like you don't have to do anything people come and advertise yeah Uh, but then uh, the following months i couldn't do any sales and it was uh, such a uh, hard uh, time because i felt i felt like a major failure i couldn't go and pitch uh our radio shows i couldn't do anything i mean uh, so that's one of the reasons I moved into nonfiction because I started reading a lot of personal development books. Uh, uh, joined uh, to Toastmasters Club yeah. because I, I, I was so bad uh, yeah. speaking in English as well as public speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then uh, one day while I was uh, uh, running a promotion at MC uh, Majestic City, uh, it got uh, so I. I mean I got so bored. I ran into uh, MD Gunasena which was right in front of uh, MC. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found this book uh, called The 4-Hour Work Workweek. Yeah. It's a mega bestseller yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, by uh, Tim Ferriss. So this is, I mean, once I read it, I felt like, you know, I'm not supposed, I mean, I felt like, you know, working for someone for the rest of my life is not the thing that I want to do. Yeah. And I wanted to start a business. That and was your calling. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I wanted to set up an online business, uh, travel. That was the idea back then. Yeah. And I set up a blog called jump.lk. Uh, and I started writing about the things that I was passionate about about personal finance, about starting a business, uh, all the things I had going. Uh, and I there was no f- way for me to make uh, money. I had no idea about monetizing a blog back then. Uh, this was in 2015. Uh, so I decided, you know what? Uh, why don't I uh, start a, an online book business? So that's how Jump uh, Jump Book started. I mean, I, I created the page uh, in jump.telk, which is my uh, blog. And then I started, uh, you know, advertising books. And after uh, maybe a month or so, uh, I got a couple of orders, just one order per a month, and it kept on building. And then I s- uh, slowly moved into, uh, you know, becoming a full-time uh, uh, entrepreneur, basically. Right. So I'll be really uh, frank. Honest. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the only thing you can <laughs> be in this show. Uh, so I was banned at my uh, TNL job. Yeah. And I had to leave that company. Uh, and then banned. No, no. Okay, I was bad. at the. Bad. Okay. Bad, I thought bad. you were banned. No, I was no, no, like, no.
0: Oh shit! That <laughs> that makes a very juicy exclusive for no, no. the podcast. Uh, yeah.
1: So I, uh, my yeah. I worked there for about six months. Then yeah. I had to leave because I couldn't really yeah. perform as a
0: salesperson. Yeah. Uh, then I,
1: uh, uh, I joined
0: Haley's. Did you think? Did you think that affected you in a, you in a way? Did you think that uh, pushed you towards the direction of taking? Uh, starting your own thing or? Uh, not really. Okay. I mean. I'm just curious. So. No. By uh, by the time I left TNL. Yeah. Uh,
1: this was. Uh, uh, I mean. That was also the time when I graduated from University of Sri Yeah. And. What did you study? Uh, management. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so basically. Uh, then I got into Haley's Consumer as a management trainee. Which was a big deal. I mean. Yeah. Out of about 600 applications. Yeah, yeah, I got in the, uh, to Haley's Consumer. Uh, even then I had no idea about starting a business because when we graduated from our university uh, by the time I left the university I was 25 and we had no idea about starting a business or anything Yeah. Uh, and uh, basically
0: run, learn the ropes some yeah, time, yeah. yeah
1: but then uh, at uh, Haley's also I worked for about one and a half years uh, first year was fun because I was a management trainee mm. there wasn't much to do Yeah. Uh, but the next uh, six months uh, I was promoted to a senior executive and uh, it, the job didn't fit uh, very well with me. Mm. One thing is I hated what I had to do, and the th- yeah. other thing is, uh, the, I mean, there was always a cold war between my me and my boss. Yeah. Uh, so. This is normally the
0: case at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I decided to leave. I mean, by this time I had jumped going yeah. on as a
0: blog. Did that affect your uh,
1: work? Yeah. So uh, after my management training period, I decided that you know corporate world is not going to. Cut out for me. I mm. decided I'm. Not, I need to start mm. my business. So slowly, I kept. I kept on building both jump as well as the book business. Yeah. So I found some suppliers and I started. Uh, you know the initial steps. Yeah. And uh, after one and a half years at Haley's, uh I was more or less. Uh, you know. Uh, left. Uh, basically I had to leave the job Best, well. yeah, yeah then I uh, joined another company via which the name I shall not mention in this podcast sure, that's fine uh, that you know at that company also I worked for one more year mm. and again it wasn't a great fit. one thing is uh, I mean there are different stories I mean if you if you I mean you don't I mean I would say that you know, <laughs> I did all all, all the everything uh, that was possible in uh, from your end yeah my end. Uh, but the founders, uh, the the owners will have a different idea. Yeah. I mean, so, that, the that's the actual fine. story that's somewhere that's in the middle. Fine. Yeah. Uh, either way, I, I had to leave that job also uh, in uh, 2017. By the end of 2017, I had to leave. And yeah. then uh, I had built the book business to a certain level yeah. uh, where I could survive with the income that I got from the
0: book business. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from starting. I have, a, I have a question though. Yeah. Like, uh, you've been so. So you worked at TNL and then you worked at Haley's yeah. and then you worked at this unknown, uh, unknown yeah. company. Um, but then if you look at it from like, I mean, like I'm from an audience perspective, yeah. right? I'm, I'm looking at it. Did my question is, did that affect your uh, your perspective or did it get you down that you had to quit? And then, oh, was it like, did it help you grow? It did. How help. do you take it like positively or negatively?
1: Uh, I mean, I came to the conclusion that I can't work under others yeah. uh, at TNL as well as in haleys and yeah. the, and this other company. So that's the lesson that I, uh, I mean, in the back of my head, I knew
0: that you know it wasn't supposed, your fault. Yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it was okay, my yeah. fault. <laughs> uh, I mean, but you
0: knew what you wanted to do, yeah, and that's what's important. Yeah. Right. Basically,
1: in 2015, when I uh, when I got a copy of the four-hour work week, yeah, I knew that. I don't want to work for the rest of my life to a, uh, st- a company yeah. I decided that it, I need to start a comp- uh, build my own uh, business yeah so I even while I was working I mean this is what most of us do mm. if we know if we have a, a passion to start our business yeah. we go on and work for others but in the back in the back we are slowly building our business or so yeah. we are at least thinking about our idea so that's what I was doing so when I left TNL I knew that you know what this is no I'm, I'm someday I'm going to start my business And, uh, you know, with the uh, the other two companies, you know, it it came to a...
0: But that's normally the case, right? I feel like a lot of, like, everyone that I speak to, almost everyone that I speak to who's either working for someone, most, I mean, my circle is normally entrepreneurs, people who work on their own stuff. But then everyone I speak to outside that is always, even if they're working for someone, they're hustling. Right? they're working on something else. And I feel like that's that's the way to go because... uh, I mean, not because you're being uh, disrespectful to the company or whatever, but it's just that uh, it's probably because the company you're working for isn't offering something. Uh, I mean, no, I'm not saying, I'm not talking from a monetary perspective. Maybe it's not giving you that thing to work for, which is why you're looking for it, looking for it elsewhere, right? For like a, like an excitement. Like, you know, when you work on something on your own, it gives you a sense of accomplishment, maybe that's lacking in the corporate sector which is why people look for it outside and as that grows, I feel like more companies should be okay with the fact that people are going to work on other things in their spare time. Yeah. It has to be, that has to be the way because you can't expect someone to work 9 to 5 and like dedicate all their time. It's not even 9 to 5 anymore. You work 9 to 5, I mean, working from home, you're working 24 hours. Yeah. So, so yeah. But then again, yes,
1: that, I mean, uh, from our other perspective as entrepreneurs, yeah, it it will be the future. Yeah. The way I see it, it'll be the future. Everybody's hustling. everybody's, you know, trying to come up with uh, some uh, way of uh, a passive. I mean, other stream of income. Yeah. But uh, looking at it from a owner's perspective, now that I own my business and I have a couple of people who are working <laughs> for me, that that's, that uh, uh, as long gen- as it doesn't affect. The of work, course. right? So of then course. that's fine. Yeah. So it, I mean, uh, the ideal scenario will be, you know, there will be more remote jobs. There will be uh, more freedom in in the in the work that people yeah. do, and we are we don't, you know, you are not stuck uh, uh, to a nine to five uh, uh, time uh, limit. Yeah. Basically, you get to choose what you do with your life, and one of those things will be working for a company where you are doing something that you are really excited or passionate about. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you. I mean, if you are not really uh, truly inspired or passionate about what you are what you are doing, and if you are just purely following money, then that's not going to be a great uh, fit for the company as well as for the candidate as well. Yeah. For the employee. So, if people uh, uh, realize this uh, soon enough, then that will I think help everyone. Everyone. Yeah. For an example, I mean, if you are a creator, you might I mean that's that's your calling and you yeah. you love to create and yeah. if you are not getting that exposure in your company. Yeah. And you are just working for money, then that's not going to be beneficial for the company as well as for the uh,
0: employee. Yeah, because how far can you go, right? Until you burn out or like uh, to the point where you hate your life or hate waking up (laughs) to go to work, then that makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I talk with my friends, I mean, most of them hate their lives. I yeah. mean, I, I'm not saying that they I'm hate
0: their <laughs> lives, but they do. They don't do anything about it. That's they also don't. Another, yeah. That's so another problem. one of the things that I was,
1: uh, I mean, when we, uh, when you listen to so many uh, entrepreneurs, you know, start motivating and pro- inspiring p- others to start their business. One of the fears that I had was like, what if everybody in- ends up becoming entrepreneurs? Then there will be no one to
0: work. <laughs> but I know for a fact that it yeah. will not, never be no. the case yeah. because
1: yeah. there will be others. So, you know,
0: because be- some people are happy because that depends on what drives you right a lot of people i mean it's it's okay that everything is accessible you can start businesses it's okay to try things out but then it's it's not okay to tell everyone to go start your own business if you think you can do it you do it yeah right if you're comfortable working for someone or you know, like it's there's nothing wrong with it you're comfortable you know working from nine to five doing something and you know come home and watch some netflix and spend some time with your family that's good Uh, but that doesn't mean make everyone miserable. Like, you know, (laughs) so it's very important. Like I've I've said this time and time again, it's very important to know yourself very early on. Try a bunch of things, uh, you know, once you figure out what you're cut out for, then everything else becomes a little bit easy. You know, you have a sense of direction. True. Because
1: I, uh, I mean, sometimes I, uh, I mean, there's not a day goes by where I think you know this is so hard. I mean, being running my own business yeah, is yeah. so hard. I'm, I'm even It's dreaming, not easy, man. Yeah, it's over glorified. Yeah, uh, when I wake up, I mean, uh, there are so <laughs> many problems that I think about. Sometimes I can't sleep, and yeah. I talk, I talk a lot about talk a lot about this with my wife because yeah. she also has a business. At the same time, she's also uh, working full time, so. Uh, full-time working for a company has its own uh, perks, yeah. which are great. So, you know, you, ju- you can just shut off yeah. when you get home and you can have, have that uh, peace. Whereas yeah, we yeah. are continuously thinking You're working money, while you're, Yeah. Like it never stops once you become an entrepreneur. It yeah. just never stops. You can't shut off. And I, I feel, so that's, that's one of the curses. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's bittersweet.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there is this one thing, like uh, I genuinely enjoy putting out fires, right? I genuinely enjoy solving problems. Right. So, then that's when I know, okay, you know, even though it's hard, even though it, it gets very annoying, yeah. because I get a kick out of it. So, that should mean something, right? If so you wake yeah. up in the morning like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can swear on the podcast, right? I, and you? Yeah, I oh, can. Okay, so, so, <laughs> so, I completely forgot this is my podcast. <laughs> so, you know, I wake up like, oh, fuck, man, I have to solve this today. I have yeah. to solve this, you know, by the end of the week. And then I realize, okay, it's a challenge, right? If I don't, who will? And, yeah, uh, yeah so... If I enjoy it, then that's what makes it uh, true. That's what makes it worth it. There's, there's this. Uh, so all that is amazing, right? There's a lot of things that are on entrepreneurship that we can talk about, uh, but I want to delve into uh, the whole. Uh, I mean, the 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 elephant in the room. What the really? elephant in the <laughs> room is that I don't read. Yeah, I don't read as much as I'd like to. It's not that I haven't tried. I have tried. But then I don't know, maybe my method of reading, but there there are methods of reading, right? Yeah. My main problem with reading is that I get really interested in reading and then I take up a book and I read. Then I read the same paragraph like five times and try to absorb it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to read this like five times and try to absorb it. And then I spend all my time absorbing that and I don't move on. Right. So I've tried that. And then I've tried like reading the entire thing a few times.
1: Okay. What uh, type of books we are talking about?
0: So, it doesn't... It's not specific. So, it's not genre-specific. It's like fiction, uh, self-help, uh, building business, stuff like that. So, so it doesn't really matter what kind of book it is. I have a problem with retention. So, so that's why I don't read as much. Which is why I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of uh, uh, e- audiobooks. And uh, I watch a lot of videos. I watch way uh, too many videos.
1: So, how... Let's say you want to learn about history. Mm. Right. Well, what would you, what's the path that you would take? A video. video. Yeah. You go on YouTube and watch a bunch of videos. Watch uh, a bunch of videos. And how is that
0: uh, retention? That helps. Then, then I can remember. Right. But reading a book, I can't remember. That's the problem. Which is why I try to stay away. But then there's so much... A book is a very good uh, way to compile a bunch of information. Not like...
1: A video, I mean... A video
0: is also great. But yeah. then you don't find like... That also depends on the creators, right? Like you don't find a lot of information out there. And then there's credibility. Uh, so problems are... When it's a book, you don't have to worry as much as... Uh,
1: yeah. But then again, there are bad books as well. So you know, okay, it really, I didn't know there were yeah. bad books. <laughs> uh, I feel like... I mean... Uh, so this you have to either you get it or you don't mm. so there are readers and there are people who you know don't they are not they are not bothered reading yeah. so this is something that i i mean what, one thing that i highly believe i mean if you are not really uh, inspired within yeah. to do something let's say you want to pick up a guitar and play Yeah. Now, i've been trying to uh, be a guitarist for about 8 seven eight years now have you tried have you tried it yeah so I have I have a uh, acoustic guitar I have a good electric guitar with the amp all I have the gear (laughs) right so uh, every uh, every three months maybe I become. I you know I watch a video and I get excited and I grab the guitar and uh, you know and I try to do it but then it has never been consistent. Yeah. Has, I have come to a stage where I can just, you know, look at a bunch of chords and I can play a song. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, I feel, I, I don't want to give up because of the song cost. policy basically. Yeah, yeah. Then again, I have spent a lot of, uh, and I have dedicated uh, a lot of time just to learn the basics. Yeah. But, my, uh, my what I'm trying to say is, it can be again, uh, you know, you can adapt that same principles to reading also. Yeah. If you are not genuinely... Not you don't have to be really passionate about mm. reading but if you have to have that genuine interest okay you know what I'm going to start reading something and if you don't have that I wouldn't recommend everybody to go and pick up a book just because I own a books yeah. online bookstore it's not for everyone there are different ways I mean for a long time I had this idea reading is this uh, holy grail method of learning absorbing and information yes, and this, okay. this has been there for generations and this is yeah. how people learn Yeah, that was the idea yeah. until I got Netflix and I've been watching so many documentaries, and uh, even though it's fun to watch documentaries, it's another—it's a way of learning, and yeah. I'm learning so many things, new things uh, from Netflix. So there are other avenues to learn, but the uh, beauty of reading is if you pick up a book, uh, and uh, provided that this is a good book, yeah. the author basically posts everything. I mean, be, I mean, book industry is a—I uh, would say it's a, a it's a very, uh, I mean, there are about millions of books that have been published and yeah. no one will ever read those books. Yeah. So it's a very uh, difficult, competitive industry. And yeah. for a book to become a bestseller and for a book to become a good book, which is recommended by so many people, it I mean, it has to be a good book. And author, uh, the author will have to, you know, pour their life out to this one book because more in most cases, they just get one chance. Mm. And... And you get to read that for about 2,000 rupees. And that's something that is valuable in reading. And yeah. for a big, I mean, if you want to learn digital marketing, you can definitely learn digital marketing from a website or from u- yeah. videos. But if you want to tackle a big subject like uh, history or mm. human evolution or uh, even even productivity or habits, mm. you can watch a bunch of videos, yeah. but you won't get that uh, in-depth uh, fun- fundamentals or the foundation for you to build upon. So that's where I think uh, a book can really help you if you want to tackle the, a big subject and if you want to really uh, get you know engrossed in a subject and to basically learn the fundamentals and ins and outs. Mm. Uh, yes, reading would be a, a,
0: a. I don't completely agree on right. that. Yeah, uh, I feel like you can you can get in depth with the subject on other mediums also. I mean if it's True. audio or video again that depends on the person. yeah, yeah and that depends yeah. on
1: the person i mean i prefer reading yeah. because my retention is quite high now i know yeah. a person uh, uh, her name is Ayesha. she is uh, one of my uh, good friends so she doesn't read but she listens to audio books mm. and one one of the problems for me with audiobooks is my retention is low okay i podcasts i i retain a lot mm. podcasts i enjoy so much but audio books i don't retain anything at all whereas this person she reads about she reads as in she listens, listens yeah. to about 70 80 books and recently she published her own book okay. just compiling all the things that she has learned so her retention is quite high yeah. so i'm not saying reading is for everybody yeah. you need to just pick if it is good for you you, you can uh, try yeah. out reading but then it, de- it depends on the personality also i was
0: actually reading a paper on this a while back on how we uh, all wired differently right yeah. and and there are so many evolutional evolutionary traits that you know affected in Um, affected into like like in our genealogy right as to how we absorb information and all that stuff so most of us i mean maybe it is genetical that we absorb information differently in a way that maybe our forefathers you know you get what i mean It's, it's 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 very it's it's very in in that sense also it's very important to know how you absorb information and then try try on that which is why the which is why I bash on this a lot which is why I think the educational system isn't built for everyone else yeah I mean you know because you can't memorize something and just be like okay this is a bunch of information memorize it and uh you know write a bunch of answers and this is because I remember there was this very funny story in school um I I had a I had a computer class I think um and uh, I I don't remember the question uh, but then it was an examination and I had written an answer. But uh, the teacher had given me zero for that question. And I was like, why did you give me zero? And then she had told me, no, you didn't write the, this in the textbook. It was written blah, blah, blah like this. And the then definition. you wrote it differently. But it's the same answer. Got it. It's the same answer, but it was written differently. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. At the end of the day, what matters is that I understood what the book told me and I've written it in my own words. True. Isn't that what matters? Isn't that me learning? Yeah. But then I was shunned off for that. But <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a very big problem.
1: Yeah, I think the school education it's built for the average kids. So if you are not average, and if, if there are other ways that you can you absorb information, yeah. and if there are other ways that you know you learn something, those those kids are uh, you know not recognized. Whereas you know you are you know they are the system is built for average, and I d- I mean we. We can blame blame the system, but then I don't think it will, like, what do you think? Like, it will be like this forever, It will be like this forever.
0: Uh, There there are schools that teach things differently, but then uh, it's it's a very conflicting topic because people are comfortable with the fundamentals, right? They're comfortable with the system of how this is how school has been for hundreds of years. And this is, I mean, if it doesn't show results, then they'll think about changing it. But it does show results. Yeah, you get A's. You get A's, yeah. right. But the problem is just because you get... Is that a good metric to see how this... Because what's the point, right? School is so that you perform. Is it? Is it just like a piece of paper that you get a bunch of A's? Or is it how you perform throughout your life? <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, basically, I mean,
0: they they may
1: have wanted the metric system like, yeah. to m- measure the performance, yeah, and this is the best they came up with, even yeah. though it's a, it's a bad uh, <laughs> it's horrible, way to yeah. measure, yeah, uh, the the
0: effectiveness of their methods, yeah, yeah.
1: But I think you know, uh, I I feel like you know we are left with this. They are, we are left with which
0: it, is horrible because I went to an international school, right, right, and, and was it the same? It was horrible, so, right, uh, because. In that sense, I mean, you're supposed... There were teachers, there were good teachers. I'm not like, I can't just bash the entire school. There were good teachers that looked at people in, like looked at children individually and saw how they uh, approached problem solving differently and then showed them a different way of solving these problems, which is fine. At the end of the day, it's the whole point, the whole point, the entire reason of you going to school is so that you learn how to learn. True. Like you learn how to learn, you learn how to socialize. So that when you're out there you you've gathered all these skill sets that that you can build upon it's basically the foundation right it's not a rat race yeah right right now it's a rat it race is. right yes. it's just that who can who can get the most days and all that stuff yeah. because I got like horrible low-level results like right. really bad uh, that is because the way I didn't absorb information that the way they thought right I was like okay I can't I can't read a bunch of things. I have to understand it. Right. For me, that's how I remember. So, I used to... Like, what I used to do is, like... I I did science. So, I used to read, like, my biology book. And I used to rewrite everything. And then I used to read it over and over again... To an extent that I understood it inside out. Right. That's how I retained information. That's how I got good answers. If I just kept reading the same thing... Then I could just... I can't, like... It's then. Then you just have a photographic memory, right? You just like read this and and write the same thing. Basically if that memorize, gives you yeah. an A, yeah. Then what's the point? That's the thing. You haven't learned anything. Yeah. Yeah. You just learn how to like remember. So true. So that's the that's the sad truth about. Uh, so
1: even when uh, even when you are reading, yeah, I mean, memorizing shouldn't be your goal.
0: Yeah. Basically, I mean,
1: I read. A, I mean, I read a book. And after a couple of months, I forget what mm. I read. This okay, and t- that's fine. That is fine. Okay. That is fine. Yeah, I, that was
0: a big misconception. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: You read something and you forget. This is na- completely natural. Okay. It's not
0: like you read a book and you. No, no. No. Like
1: but then the an- understanding that you get during that point, mm. that will. No,
0: that'll that'll be somewhere in yeah. your mind, and it'll yeah. it'll come when when it when, when you need it when the you most, need it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you learn doing. something, and then you extract an aspect of it, and then you can apply it. Yeah, that's when you completely yeah. understood like the fundamental of what true, But what, what was being taught. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you can't do that, then what's the point? Right? Yeah,
1: and you have to revisit. Yeah, I mean, I reread a lot of books. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's that's a part of uh, the reader's habit. Basically, you need to reread; otherwise, you forget. Yeah, and uh, it's not about the number of books that you read, but the number of good books that you read, mm. and also trying to learn and apply those uh, things that you learn from yeah. these books. Uh, now, recently, uh, the book that I'm reading these days is called "The Most Important Thing." It's a book about uh, investing in the stock market written yeah. by this fantastic uh, investor called Howard Marks. Mm. So this investing in the stock market, uh, I don't know whether you are interested mm. in this topic. Go ahead. Uh, you know, people have really um, big, I'm
0: interested in information. Like, right. I love when people talk about things that I don't know.
1: Right. So uh, so people ask me random questions like if I invest 50,000 rupees, can I earn this much? Mm. That You know, when, when I get such vague questions, mm. you no one can answer such questions because <laughs> stock market is <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a it's, a vast, it's yeah. a vast thing and no one can predict the market yeah. not even the the professional wealth management managers yeah. they can predict the market so when someone asks me these type of questions nishan i'm planning to invest 100000 what's the return that i can expect yeah there are it mill- depends on yeah. who you invest on how Which they company yeah. the time period what happens in the economy the government i mean so many things yeah. so no one can answer these things so I've been trying to, uh, you know, figure out a way to answer to these type of questions. Mm-hmm. And this book helped me because it captures. Uh, now, this person is one of the the finest uh, man, uh, fund managers yeah. in the world. Yeah. And if he's saying that even he cannot do it. I mean, I have found my answer in this book. And I feel uh, somewhat freeing knowing that, you know, it's such a, I mean, like, when I try to, I have this. I mean, I try to. I, I educate about investing and personal yeah, finance, yeah. and there are questions that people ask, and you suddenly find, okay, I mean, I don't have an answer to this, and you feel like is this is something lacking in me, or do yeah. I haven't I understood this properly? Yeah. And when I read this book, I understood how how big this subject is and how in depth this subject is, mm. and this is not something that you learn from a two-hour workshop or a yeah. one-day course. Yeah. You can't learn investing within a one-week or a one, even a one-month course. Mm. This is a lifelong journey where you learn for 30-40 years. Yeah. And this book taught me, uh, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the 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 uh, how vast this subject is. That's what yeah. I learned. So, those are, those. that's why I said, I mean, some of the, uh, some of the books can really help you to uh, understand certain subjects yeah. uh, in a ground level, and it feels so uh, humbling
0: just to know what a big subject this is. So, for our audience listening, what was the name of the book again?
1: The most important thing by Howard Marks. Mm,
0: okay. So, any other books on finance, stocks, uh, uh, the stock market, and whatnot mm. that uh, that anyone can benefit out of?
1: Mm, one of the books that. Uh, there's uh, This is fantastic book called "I Will Teach You to Be Rich" by Ramit Sethi. Okay,
0: that sounds like a great title. That, that I'm very a interested. <laughs> uh, basically,
1: it's uh, it's a uh, it's a plan for a for anyone to take control of their personal finance and yeah. get started investing yeah. without getting into all the the complexities of investing. Mm. So basically, it gives you a plan for you to immediately get started. So okay. that's one of the books that uh, has really helped me uh yeah and there are i mean there are so many other books I mean, but if you want to really get uh, into in-depth investing there's intelligent investor by benjamin graham yeah uh and there's uh, uh there's this uh, a fantastic book called a random walk down on wall street yeah uh, which is another uh, uh, highly recommended book so yeah there's a bunch of books that you can start but it all has to start if you are really passionate about this i mean if you have to have a genuine interest about this yeah. my wife hates of me when i talk about personal finance yeah. and all these fantastic things that i learned she hates it. she doesn't even uh, i mean I have, does she read uh, she she used to read okay but now uh she's more or less she's engaged in a, i mean she likes a phone more than yeah. books i think uh but yeah uh yeah so she used to read a lot uh she doesn't anymore she 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 I'm is even, it
0: because of you read a lot i mean did you uh Not really. Like did did she did she see you like spending a lot of time with your books and then she was like okay I'm not going to read anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. No she has been a reader for a long okay. time. She has you know she's a big fan of Harry Potter. Yeah. And, you know she has all the yeah uh, all the jazz. Yeah. Uh, so when you say jazz, it's like <laughs> uh, it's like I'm not interested in that <laughs> no, no. <laughs> genre. Of, uh... Uh, no, I mean I I
1: never read Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. Now it has become uh, a habit where. It's it's like eating for me now. Yeah, it's it has become a part of me. Yeah, so I, do, I mean, this will continue. I mean, I'll be reading for the rest of my life. Like yeah. it's not a it's not like my guitar where yeah. I pick up the <laughs> So yeah, so the habit habit aspect is also there. Maybe yeah. some people some want to read, but then you know there are so many other distractions. Maybe the mobile phone. Mm. Uh, mobile phone is. On, I mean. I am very uh, I don't I hate my mobile phone and I hate social media as well. Yeah. The fact that I'm on social media is because I have no choice. Just you know. Yeah, I you have, have to. to yeah. Market my business yeah, yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. to share my yeah. uh, content and you know build a personal brand uh, for myself out there. Yeah. Uh, but then phone phone is one of the major distractions. I it mean, is. It is. Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, one of the habits that I uh, I. I have this. I don't switch on uh, mobile data until 12 p.m. every day. Okay. Uh, and no one can contact me uh, except for my parents, mm. my wife, and immediate uh, couple of. 12 immediate p.m. Parents. 12 p.m. Okay. Okay. Uh, noon basically. Yeah. Yeah. Noon. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no one can contact me, uh, and you know that so that I can engage in deep. So what about work? How do you? I don't answer. I mean, currently I have the uh, customer service contact number for jump books. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't answer. Because I so your work hours are after twelve. After twelve, people okay. message me, and yeah. we have the WhatsApp uh, hotline for mm. people to message. Uh, but then I don't answer them. I don't even look at those. Some people call. Uh, call. I miss those calls. Mm. I you know after twelve I get to those calls. Yeah. Until uh, from eight to twelve is my uh, deep work, mm. uh, which is also another thing that I learned from a book called Deep Work okay. by uh, Cal Newport uh so yeah so that's how I have structured uh, my work so that I can engage and you know do some productive yeah. work uh, for more for hours i'm very through.
0: fascinated about how other mm. entrepreneurs uh work right like how they schedule work around because i don't have like a rigid structure as to how it depends on the day right and then it also depends on getting into a flow state yeah. uh so so once I get into a flow state, it's just like deep work. But then to get to that, I can't like be like okay, from twelve to like five, I'll be in deep work. That doesn't work for me. Maybe because I'm thinking about it. Uh, but how 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 does how does creating a schedule around work help you? Uh,
1: it has been fantastic. I mean, it's been about four years since I have uh, I have created this schedule. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a person who. Uh, uh, thrives in a disciplined uh, environment because okay. if I uh, if not uh, like it's I'm chaos, a, yeah. yes I'm a very I have a very addictive personality so okay. I need these rigid rules and mm. systems in place uh, for me to get the work done mm. whereas my I'll, I'll take my wife as an example she doesn't work like me but she also puts in a lot of productive work but yeah. in a very random manner she just yeah. looks at the for a while yeah. and then you know do some productive work then yeah. again she's doing something else yeah. but she's also getting a lot of work done yeah. whereas me I work 12 until uh, from 8 to 12 I work I engage in deep work after that I'm it's like my energy is gone, my willpower is gone, yeah. and I cook something, and after that, you know, it's just Netflix, and uh, I don't work after 12. Okay. At least not anything productive. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, for my personality, this has really helped uh, to have this rigid schedule. Okay. Uh, whereas for others, it can be uh, completely uh, different. So, so I do you work during the night also? Never. Never. So, okay. by 12, I'm like, I'm naked. I mean, like, I don't have any energy. Uh, my, okay. It's like I come to a state where I, you know, and I feel sleep and I mm. usually uh, take a nap also in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. uh, but that's how we structured. Mm. I mean, uh, deep work. I mean, for about four hours is the max I can go. Okay. Other than I can't, like my, like I can't do anything. How
0: would you define deep work? Uh,
1: basically, uh, no distractions. Okay. I'm engaged in something that will uh, uh, really uh, uh, help uh, help me to move the needle, mm. right? So no no calling or no managerial tasks if i'm if uh, for an example let's say i'm uh, i'm writing a script uh, to one of my youtube videos yeah that is deep work yeah let's say i'm uh, creating our next purchase or i'm uh, scouring through websites trying to find out what are the upcoming titles so this mm. is deep work for me oh i'm uh, engaged in uh, developing a, 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 i mean it can be even developing a web page mm. so anything that will help me to move the needle towards my uh, any of my goals yeah. that will that is considered as deep work yeah uh, uh, during this time i don't uh, you know i don't look into social media you know nothing so that's that's what, that's what i define as deep work
0: i feel like that was very informative even for me because uh, like you said i also work very erratically uh, but then i get the i get it With done the work done yeah and i'm very happy as to how uh, productive I was but then you know sometimes I think maybe if I set a schedule around it maybe if I set aside some time because I'm doing a bunch of things now my mm-hmm. time is split across a lot of things and then that doesn't really help when you're erratic you feel like okay I'll do this here yeah I mean that's
1: such a that's such a bother also how do you come up with that I mean like, uh, for me also I like have mentally? multiple things yes <laughs> no, <laughs> and I'm you're not sure. getting enough work done and you,
0: it's constantly uh, mm-hmm. that pressure it's all it's on the back of my mind so uh sometimes I work from uh I work, I normally work, I'm a night owl. So, right. I normally work at night like really well. From? So, um, so from 8 p.m. up to like 8 a.m. I work like really well. 8 p.m. to 8 a.m.? A.m., yeah. All right. Like after the sunset, so right. until sunrise. I sleep at 9 every day. Oh, man, I wish, <laughs> I, wish I had that kind of... Right. Uh, but then, yeah, but I get a lot of work done. I, I feel like I'm at my peak when at night. That's when I get a lot of work, especially like writing stuff and, you know, things that uh pump like creative juices i can't do it during the day like right. when i wake up like it takes me such a long time to like uh kickstart how like, many hours do you sleep uh not a lot and <laughs> under, under the, five hours right which is not healthy i mean for some i mean it can be even I, it doesn't bother them yeah so when, it doesn't bother them. yeah yeah yeah
1: maybe 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 because you are young also i mean when we were young we could stay late, yeah. But then now that I'm, I have hit
0: 30s. How old are you? Uh, I'm 30 now. Okay. Uh, so, so you keep saying uh, I've hit 30s. You're 30, <laughs> man. You need to chill. <laughs> I feel old. Yeah, yeah, I need to chill. Yes, oh, yeah. I'm just 30. Yeah. But then
1: uh, I don't know. I mean, I I, sleep, I mean I fall asleep around nine nine
0: thirty. Yeah. Uh, That's because s- of your schedule, man. Because you get most of the work done early. True. Right. Because I wait till like I wait till like sundown to like get started on work. Sometimes what do you do until that? So if i work till 8 i wake up at like 10 11 in the morning right so worst case scenario like 12 and then i have meetings and i have to take calls and talk to people that's that's like menial work that i don't enjoy as yeah, much i i hate that work. Uh, as much as as much as i'd like to yeah so but then i have to do it um but like like you said deep work starts after 6 i mean if i if something is urgent then i start earlier but i keep everything that, that, that i have to like travel and run errands uh between 12 and 6. And aren't you tired uh, after that all that i mean i don't have a choice you don't have a choice <laughs> i don't have a choice so, right i mean i hope that you know, but
1: if it works for you it works for you it works
0: yeah. and it works because it works at a stretch and then at like then i'm burnt out for like a week for a week i'm just like done right, right. what do you do now? And Even I just then, don't do anything. Don't do anything. No, but then I can't I can't because I have commitment. Yeah. So I just do things slowly. Mm. Uh, but yeah, maybe because I push myself like really hard and then they die down for a few weeks and then again pick up. I don't know if that's healthy, but then I guess I have to figure out a system that works for me.
1: Yeah. Try a schedule uh, for a couple of days and see. Yeah,
0: I've tried schedules. I've tried to-do lists. None Nothing. of them work. None right. of them work, man. Like maybe I'm not pushing hard enough. Or... Like, it doesn't really work. I've tried uh, those focus apps. Right. Like, I tried those and I gave up. Yeah, those timers, you know, you... No, uh, Pomodoro. Pomodoro, none that. of those. <laughs> work. Like yeah. Pomodoro distracts me the most. <laughs> like, you know, I get into like a zone and then right. like, okay, five minute break. I'm like, oh, do I have to? Because <laughs> right. I have to go back and when I come back, I can't work. So that doesn't work. Just because it works, for so someone doesn't mean it will work yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, right. yeah. It, it depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah. you have to have that rhythm yeah yeah especially for me like if i have to think of a concept for a video even like an edit man once i get into that state it's just like i'll hammer it but then until you get to it it's a problem
1: yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah getting getting i mean i mean today i i had to write a sales page for yeah. one of my online
0: courses yeah
1: uh, so that that was so demanding i mean yeah you know you have to get every word uh, you know it has to be uh, yeah. know, in, in the perfect form. Yeah. All the sentences, you know. you Are, are you a
0: control freak?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I can sense the energy. Yeah. Like, even I am to an extent. So yeah. I think I am like yeah. entirely. But, yeah. Yeah. but then,
1: now I have, uh, you know, I have accepted that it's, you know, your first uh, draft is not going to be the per- yeah. most yeah. perfect sales page. Yeah. So, uh, what I do is I dedicate a couple of hours to yeah. do that. I just, you know, write whatever that comes into my mind. Yeah. And I have uh, learn that it takes you know it's it's a process and you know in the second after a week a week i visit the same sales page and i i have more ideas yeah and, you know it took me about three weeks for me to get to the perfect and that's fine yeah that and is fine, fine. Yeah. that is fine uh we should you know it, it takes time for certain things like yeah. you know we, sh- we just because we want it to be done, done and early. immediately launch this yeah yeah that that, that doesn't well doesn't work yeah. like that
0: and i also have this problem where i'm like I, I like things done a particular way and I don't like, I'm like, it gets to the point like, fuck it, I'll do it <laughs> myself. And then I just like take it up and I just, and that takes more time. But then I've just like, over, I'm I'm very happy that over the last two years, I've given the opportunity to a lot of people to like, okay, you do this your way. It's fine. Otherwise, if you try to micromanage people, they get annoyed because I wouldn't like to be micromanaged. Yeah. And then I think, okay, I don't want to be micromanaged. He probably doesn't want to be micromanaged, so just True. let him do. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe it might turn out great, which it has. People have proven me wrong, which I'm very glad. Yeah. Like you know, maybe your edit is better. <laughs> you know. Right. This guy, because sometimes it's not worth my time to like micromanage people, and I could do something else. True. And you take everything up, and you just like turn it into an acharu. Yeah.
1: yeah. That also has a very uh, uh, gradual, uh, you know. Uh, it, it's a
0: gradual process mm, i mean it's even growth, for me right? yeah. yeah even
1: for me when i started i didn't want to do give give anything away just yeah. marketing everything yeah. even messaging a customer yeah. i i had to do everything yeah. but then uh, as, you know as you get more people to work with you yeah. you realize and you understand and you feel like you know others also can do what i what you do yeah. sometimes even better, better than you yeah. do and uh, i'm i'm also slowly learning so when i started it was just me doing everything in every, basically uh, all my businesses yeah. but now i have a couple of people and i have started uh, you know getting more people involved in yeah. the business and it's also so freeing yeah. so that i can actually i mean i hate messaging uh, people on WhatsApp. Yeah. This is something that I really. Yeah. yeah. Now uh, I'm meeting a new customer service uh, person tomorrow. Yeah. They're hiring a new person. I'm glad. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, so so that I can work on, you know, the website stuff. Priorities. Uh, yeah. man. At the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's very important. Yeah. As much as you'd like to do everything yourself. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, you know, this is my business. I'm going to do everything perfectly. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You'll have to like let go and like work on things that are more important, more inclined to where you want to be. True. As opposed to doing work that isn't worth your time. Yeah. So when it comes to like, that was very, that was a very good touch-up on like uh, how to manage yourself. And let's talk about managing finance, which yeah. you have quite, quite yeah. the experience yeah. in. Yeah.
1: Uh, are we talking about personal finance? Personal or...
0: finance. Let's start off with personal finance. Uh,
1: so over the years, I mean, this uh, over the years uh, with the materials that I have read and the things that I have learned, I have uh, created the. A system for myself. Yeah, uh, it didn't start out like this. I mean, uh, when I, uh, I mean, while I was at Helius, this was the first time when I bought uh, myself a car. Mm. I borrowed some money from a bank loan, and uh, you know, it, it was a second-hand car, and there were some uh, uh, you problems. know problems, mechanical yeah, yeah. problems, and you know, I had to, I had two credit it's cards le- back then. Learning curve. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I had uh, two credit cards, and you know, when I left. Uh, my job, I was in a huge. Uh, ma- it, it was a mountain of credit card debt. But over the years, I have uh, created the system where now, uh, you know, I know exactly what happens with my money. Uh, it didn't. I mean, when you're, one thing is, this is much more easier if you are getting a regular salary. You know, you are getting this much, yeah. and you know what to do with that. Yeah. Uh, so for a salaried person, if you are getting a salary, what I would recommend you to do is think about your retirement think about uh, uh, investing even if you have even if you don't have any investment goals what yeah. you can do is what you should all of us should do is at least invest about uh, 10% from your salary that's a start yeah. now some of you may not be able to do that maybe you are in the uh, pile of credit card debt yeah. or you have other commitments yeah. what i would still recommend is start with at least 1% or 2% maybe 1000 rupees 2000 rupees because yeah. money uh money even though it sounds it, it it is a numbers game yeah it's more it's it's more to do with your psychology and you know you, to, you need to feel like you need to feel like you are winning this game uh right so uh when i left here i had a very bad relationship with money i, I hated credit cards yeah. and you know when i had money i was uh, i felt awesome uh and when i don't have money i felt bad yeah, bad yeah. bad about my and life and that's so also
0: like a cultural uh yeah like, like a bias right? yeah so
1: yeah so this is like it's like a it's like a relationship uh, that you have <laughs> with a girlfriend or a boyfriend <laughs> This is, you know it's good when it's good and it's yeah. bad when it's bad so yeah. uh Uh, money if you look at our lives basically all of us everything that we do revolves around making more money or doing i mean you might say that you know you are working because you're passionate at the end you need to make money and uh, the moment you have control over your money yeah you have control over your life because everything else becomes better your health improves your relationships improves if you are married you know your relationship with your spouse can improve yeah because uh, at any household you get You know, it it ultimately boils boils down to money problems. Yeah. Right? So, one of the things that, I mean, every one of us should, uh, um, it doesn't matter whether you are a creative or a designer or a pharmacist or a teacher. Yeah. We need to have control over money uh, to have a fulfilling, uh, a more happier life. Yeah. So what i would recommend is, if you can start investing at least one percent, two percent, and you will build upon this. Yeah. And this doesn't happen overnight. This is what most uh, you know. Um, this is where most people go wrong. Yeah. They think you know, you know, you need to have a set as fully automated system in place uh, when you're starting out. It doesn't work like that. You need to start small and it'll build build upon it. So it okay. took me about two to three years. Uh, but now I have come to a stage where all my expenses are fully automated
0: okay.
1: uh, using a credit card. This, I mean, if you have a credit card, you can automate all your utility bills. Yeah. Electricity bills, water bills, mobile bills. Yeah. All my company mobile bills are paid uh, using my credit card. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not rocket science. Yeah. All you have to do is tell your credit card company and mm. they will take care of it. But you need to make sure to pay off
0: your credit card uh, yeah. statement
1: at the end of each month. That's
0: something that I'm really... Uh, <laughs> worried about i've been i've been thinking Do about you have worrying. a credit card? no i don't right. i've been thinking about it for quite some time but i'm like okay would it be too much of a burden because there's a lot of uh, uh misconceptions around credit cards yeah. and how to use and how to misuse them, and, and all that stuff so i guess that has affected me into like getting a credit card yeah i i, I know to an extent that it will make life a lot easier but then also with the whole pandemic and everything Cash flows have become very feeble, yeah. and you can't really. Yeah. So, which is why I've really been hesitant about getting, getting a credit, credit card,
1: card. Yeah. Credit cards? I mean, this is a this is a misconception only in Sri Lanka. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know uh, about the South Indian region, but yeah. uh, in countries like U.S. Yeah. Your credit card is the cash. Yeah. Like you need a credit card. Yeah. And that's a uh, and and there's this thing called the credit credit score which is they are also in Sri Lanka but then we are not exposed to that we don't know what our credit score is this yeah. is kept by the central bank I think Okay. so credit card is a, is a must have in other countries and everything we want, I mean all the payments everything that's how they do it whereas in Sri Lanka we are you know we are very skeptical about credit cards whenever I write an email uh, about credit cards I get uh, you know people saying don't promote credit cards because credit cards are evil and all yeah, that. Yeah, people get into debt. Yeah, that yeah, stuff. that's yeah. the only kind of yeah. the stories that come. Yeah, out yeah. Of I mean, if you want to get, get into debt, you can. I mean, if you get a housing loan, mm. you get into debt.
0: Yeah, and
1: debt is also not bad because they, if if you if we don't have if, we, if people if banks don't offer credit facilities, yeah. no one will be driving cars. Yeah, no one will have you know houses. Yeah, and you know it's it's a benefit it's a financial tool and it's not something that is bad yeah the only problem is people don't know how to uh, manage their uh, expenses and the other problem is I mean when you have a credit card the biggest benefit of a credit card is basically you know you don't have money but you can spend you can yeah. buy a new phone you can buy the latest Apple phone without yeah. having any money that's yeah. the biggest advantage the problem is uh, when there's no limit and when i mean people but don't that have depends control
0: mostly on the person right it depends on the person definitely
1: right. yeah. i know people who you know who are very methodical about their credit cards and yeah. they never pay late fees yeah. they never uh, miss their due payments yeah and that is definitely on the person you can't blame the the credit card company or the uh, the bank uh, yeah. for doing that uh, but then the problem is i mean uh, if you have the debit card yeah. and if there's only twenty thousand rupees yeah. you can't Go beyond twenty thousand. Whereas yeah. with the credit card, you have to be extra careful because you can go beyond twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. But credit cards, I mean, it it's one of the best financial tools. And I I have uh, three credit cards at the moment, and I never pay late fees. Probably banks must be hating me. And even if you, even if you miss a payment, yeah. this is something that most Sri Lankans don't know. Okay. You can call them and tell them. You know, I'm a regular. Um, I usually make my payments before the due date. Mm. This time, uh, somehow I may I missed it. Can you reverse my late fees? And they usually do it. I okay. Have, I didn't know that. You can call. You can do it. I mean, they do it. This is in there. I got this from uh, uh, one of the books that I read. Okay. And I tried it. Okay. And I I mean, I taught this in some of my workshops as well. And so many people have tried it. Okay. And you can reverse your late
0: payment fees. Like, is it like 100%? T- 100% guaranteed. Okay. But you need to be very... Very uh, persuasive. See, how
1: not very persuasive. All you have to say is, hi... Uh, this this is what happened. I missed the payment. I I usually never miss. I mean, you have to have a good tractor Yeah, if you are missing yeah, payments, yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> not going the work, Yeah, uh, they are going to they, they will not do it. Yeah, but in most cases, uh, they reverse the late payment fees, and most of those fees they they reverse okay. because they don't want to lose you as a. I Custom. mean, yes. Try try, uh, try uh, now. Uh, I I'm not going to name uh, any credit okay, uh, yeah, card yeah, names, yeah. Uh, but uh, if you have a credit card, try. Uh, in, ask, uh, try closing your credit card. It's going to be a pain in the ass because uh, they don't accept emails. They don't. If you tell them, you know, I want to close my credit card, they won't do it on the phone. They ask you to send a fax. Why? That's the thing. They want it to make it s- uh, difficult so, for yeah. the person. I mean, who uses fax? I haven't seen a fax machine in a, in yeah. a while. Right? So, I mean, emails are accepted as... Uh, you Know legal, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's legal, it's legally binding, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then they won't, I mean, you either you have to go to a branch with a written letter or else you're supposed to send a fax. So they make it so difficult for you to cancel your credit card, and and uh, you, they might even wave off your next annual fees. Those things, I mean, if you don't <laughs> want to pay your next annual fee, yeah, just tell them you want to uh, you know, close your credit card yeah. and they'll wave off your next annual fee. This has, this has also happened to me. Uh, so yeah so I'm convinced I might get a credit card <laughs> but be careful <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, with yeah. the erratic uh, personality yeah yeah that's the <laughs> problem so depending on what I
0: use the credit card for yeah so uh, use
1: it for your regular bills not I mean uh, you know sometimes I mean you can keep uh, if you are going out with your friends yeah. you can leave the credit card at home yeah those are some of the little things I mean uh, uh, whenever so I know my due date is usually uh, on 6th or 7th so every month I have a calendar a reminder in my Google calendar uh, on first, yeah, uh, to pay off my credit card. So the moment I get the reminder, I download the statements and I make sure to pay off my outstanding balance. So those are some of the little uh, hacks that you can yeah. use. Otherwise, you forget. Yeah. Now most banks they have uh, they have set up SMS. Yeah, this wasn't the case earlier, but now they sent an SMS. Yeah, about three four days before your due date, yeah. saying that this is the amount and uh, you
0: know set off your due date. What do you think? There are other financial uh, tips and tricks that you could give for. Uh, People starting up, people in their early twenties, mistakes that you so that you could they could learn something out of the mistakes you've made. Mm,
1: definitely create an emergency fund. This is something that I did okay. not do it. I yeah. didn't have any savings. I didn't
0: either, and I screwed up big time. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So one thing is if you don't have an emergency, and emergencies do happen, and yeah. when they happen, uh, if you don't have a, a cushion to fall back, you are going to turn into uh, expensive ways of borrowing money. Yeah. I mean, if you have. Uh, Fam- if you have if you can borrow some money from a family member yeah that's fine yeah. but if you have to turn to credit cards or maybe uh other avenues of borrowing money even yeah. personal loans even personal loans uh that can be problematic because uh you know it will take you years just to pay off that debt yeah it can be credit card or it can be even a personal loan yeah i mean getting a personal loan is uh is super simple if you work at a Uh, normal company and if you can provide three uh, salary slips you can get a personal loan like 100,000 200,000 even 500,000 you can get one Uh, but the problem is at at an early age if you get stuck in that kind of debt it's going to be such a headache just paying off that uh, amount every month yeah. and this is not going to be just uh, 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 impacting your it it can impact you. it definitely impacts your financial life but more than that it impacts your uh, mental well-being. Mm. This, it, it shouldn't be the case. So, yeah. create an emergency fund at least. If your if your salary is fifty thousand, maybe have about three hundred thousand at least as an emergency savings. Yeah, you can have this at a regular savings account, or else you can even uh, uh, invest this money in a unit trust. Okay. Uh, how does that? How what what is that, and how does that work? Mm. Unit trusts are Basically, uh, uh Imagine uh, there are about, you know, thousands of Sri Lankans, we are just, you know, bringing in our money, you know, you bring in 1000 rupees, I bring in 10,000 rupees, some would, uh, you know, bring in in a million and they create a pool and you use this fund to invest in different assets. These assets can be again stocks, uh, treasury bills, bonds, uh, commercial papers, the regular investment instruments. But the only thing is, in this case, this is done by a wealth management company or a fund management company, okay. right? So there are about 13 to 15 fund management companies who does this. And uh, they have different types of unit trusts. Yeah. These are uh, these are great for beginners because you don't have to do any of the hard work. It's not like you're investing in the stock market. Yeah. All you have to do is find a reliable fund where there's a good return. Yeah. I would recommend about, you know, maybe uh, about 9 to 10%. And... Uh, these are fairly steady the return is fairly steady it doesn't fluctuate because most of these funds invest in uh, uh, fixed uh, assets so you get a fairly good return and uh, yeah so basically invest in one of those and uh, you get uh, the benefit of uh the compound interest where you are making money at the yeah. same time. The good thing about uh, unit trust is you can immediately withdraw your money. So in case if there is an emergency, you can immediately within about one to two days you can uh, withdraw your money. Whereas if you invest that money in a fixed deposit, mm. you cannot uh, you get the money. It, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would uh, uh, have uh, for young listeners. Set up an emergency fund. I mean, now, don't wait until you have 3, 300,000 in your yeah, account yeah, to yeah. create an emergency. You start yeah. small. You start with 1,000 rupees. The good thing about unit trust is you can start with any amount. Sometimes in certain funds, there's a minimum uh, investment, about 5,000 rupees. But after that, you know, 200 rupees, 1,000 rupees, any amount is fine so set up a standing order if you are getting your salary on 25th yeah set up a standing order on 26th or 27th start with just thousand rupees each month you set up a standing order this is happening every month automatically Mm. and within no time you'll have about 200,000 300,000 in your account this is how it happens yeah so uh, another misconception that i want to highlight is most people uh, to invest they just wait until they have about a million rupees in their bank account this is it doesn't work like yeah. that you start small yeah. and after a bunch of years you'll have a million in your account so yeah. what I would recommend is start small uh, do it immediately create an emergency fund yeah and be careful
0: with uh, with credit cards. I mean, even though it's a great <laughs> financial tool yeah
1: yeah, you have to be careful
0: that, that was very insightful man I'm super glad that you touched upon those sure uh, those topics topics basically these key points in finance and all that stuff um, so so I mean the show is called Mastering Mediocrity yeah Uh, In your perspective, what would you think is something that is mediocre and you've mastered it? Um,
1: What I think is mediocre and… Something
0: that you've mastered even though, you know, it could be something mediocre. Uh,
1: I don't know if it is mediocre but Mm. I'll share one of my experiences. So… Uh, when I uh, read from our work week and when I told everyone that I'm going to start a blog yeah, everybody uh, including my brother hope he doesn't listen to this he <laughs> said I mean who wants to read my blog yeah. what, who, who wants to read and, the, and another thing that he said is there are no writers in our family yeah right I mean if you look at uh, my family tree there are no creatives there are no singers there are no writers nothing like yeah. we don't have that uh, uh, but and during, I mean, in 2015, even my English was terrible. I, I wasn't a writer and I, mm. I, I, I mean, I didn't, I mean, even, even today my grammar is really bad. Uh, I use Grammarly. Grammarly is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that is, uh, but then again, I decided, yeah. you know what, I'm going to do this because I was, I was keen on, uh, you know, creating yes. a blog and making money. Yeah. And I kept on writing, uh, I you know, about four, it's, it's been about four to five years since I've been writing and I have this weekly email newsletter that I uh, sent to about 6,500 subscribers. So mm. this is something that I'm really proud of. Uh, and uh, my emails work. I can sell things by writing now. You know, if I have a workshop, all I have to do is just write a bunch of emails, maybe five emails. And people buy uh, just my reading. I mean, I don't even present anything. I don't sell uh, people uh, in person. This yeah. is not because i was a terrible sales guy like i told you when i was working at TNL, yeah so i had a i mean i had a hard time talking to people i had a hard time even just in you know initia- initiating a, a phone call just to get a meeting yeah so i was terrible at this so i feel really proud uh, about myself uh, that i you know i get to sell things by writing and this is something that uh, i am uh, i am i am i am uh, really good at yeah because i know it works yeah. and i'm super happy uh, that uh, f- from where i was uh, to to the place that i have uh, i have come to yeah. uh, when it comes to writing so that is something i feel like i have mastered uh, over about uh, 4 or 5 years the,
0: the fact that i got to hear your story and it makes me very uh, i'm very appreciative for having you on board and listening to what you had to say and your I can I can really see growth in the entire process from from you quitting your job to starting jump to it turning into jump books, right? Um That is that is some I'm really happy that that's something you've mastered and that's it's amazing. I'm very happy to have you as a guest today and and you've dropped a lot of gems on finance which I am hoping to <laughs> pick up on and uh, I will also start reading a book. There's something I. I I think I should give uh, (laughs) one book a shot because the the only book that I've read I mean the only book that I've read thrice is uh, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho Super book I love that book Yeah, it's amazing I've read it thrice and I love it so uh, no other book has hit me the way that book has right so, I, I don't know. Maybe I should find something in that journal. You need to
1: keep on finding. I mean, there, I mean I, I drop books. Uh, you know, I read 10 pages. And if I don't feel, even though so many have recommended that book. Yeah. If I don't connect, I just drop the book. Yeah. This is another misconception. Ah, okay. That's fine. You we don't just keep dro- pushing yourself no, to read the book. No. No. no okay. Because one thing is, maybe it's, it uh, maybe, you know, I, I mean, I have even stopped recommending books because the things that I'm excited about, you may not be excited yeah, yeah. about. So, I'm very skepti- I'm I'm scared to recommend books. Yeah. Uh, because it might not be the best book yeah. maybe you are maybe not at the stage maybe after a couple of years you you know there are certain books that I read I read and I give up yeah. and after a couple of years I pick it up again and that makes sense so okay. maybe you weren't ready for that book maybe, yet. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with the things that, they, that that were going on in your life yeah. so you know go after your what I would recommend is go after your. Uh, you know uh, you know listen to your heart when it comes to books yeah Uh, If you like fiction, don't try non-fiction. Just uh, just because I'm a big fan of non-fiction, you know, don't do it. Like if you want uh, fantasies, uh, novels, or if you read, you know, comic books, do that. You start with what you love. And then eventually you'll get to where you want to be and just follow your heart when it comes to books. Just pick something that you love. So if you loved alchemists, just go on Google and search similar books. (laughs) 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 Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what i would do i mean don't don't listen to anyone else's recommendations when it comes to books i mean you need to learn about yeah. some a book, yeah but then follow your heart if it doesn't really uh, connect with you just drop it immediately and move on to another book that's, that's my awesome man thank you so much for right. coming i
0: really appreciate our this is chat today <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad man. i'm glad. no it i'm so serious this is, i
1: mean uh, yeah this is my first time uh, you know uh, in a podcast yeah uh, basically getting was interested. i a good host you are super fun. Awesome, mates. man. So <laughs> that's, that's the validation I need today. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel so comfortable. I mean, even though we this is the first time I yeah. met you, I mean, it's, it's so... It, it's it's easy. Yeah. It's easy talking with you. And I'm glad, ready. man. Yeah. I, I, had a, a I had host. an amazing time. Super. I had an
0: amazing time. It was full of gems and all this. I love... Uh, that's the thing. I love... I don't know if a lot of people do this, but I love listening to people uh like drop information I guess that's how I also absorb information I like listening to people and okay I don't know this please tell me more about this yeah and I feel like a lot of people don't really do that because they have a sense of ego. Like, I don't want to learn something from someone else. Yeah. Oh. But isn't that the best way? That is the best way. Because and you know that firsthand, right? Yeah.
1: And that's also why uh, I think uh, most of us, we connect with podcasts because yeah. one person is asking questions yeah. and the other person is, you know, answering. Yeah. Uh, whereas in an audiobook, it's just a narration. Yeah. Where in, in in a podcast, yeah. it's a conversation and you get to be the listener. And it, it's it's a different dynamic. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a big. Fan. I I listen to podcasts like every day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that's that's why. I mean, I I feel like, you know, this is this is the way to go this forward. Is, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, is the way the to future, do that. man. This yeah. is the future. Yeah.
0: All right, man. Thank you so much okay. for coming. So, <laughs>